Hey, Chip. Hey, Dave. <laughs> how are you doing today? I'm doing all right. All right. <laughs> I don't remember how we're supposed to start this. <laughs> it's always difficult when you're soliciting for, for people. Especially when you're soliciting things like uh, reviews and, and likes. Yes. Uh, well, certainly if you are enjoying The Nanny State. Uh, even if you're not enjoying it. <laughs> but mostly if you're enjoying it. I think even if you're not. <laughs> okay. Well, tell your friends about it. If you think that this is still about the, the nanny state and we're anti-mask, <laughs> keep subscribing. Yeah, exactly. At your next super spreader event, <laughs> exactly. please, please uh, <laughs> tell all your friends. I know you, you hear this on every podcast you listen to, but like if you do leave a positive review on, uh, on a site like iTunes, it actually helps us uh, get promoted more to more potential listeners because, uh, yeah. Why not have more people have to hear this and in <laughs> drivel? Yeah, man. Smash that like and subscribe. <laughs> Do we even have a like? <laughs> I don't think we have. <laughs> Do we, we have, have a subscribe? I don't even know. We have know. a subscribe. We might have a like on the we website. Like. Nannystate.biz. Yeah. You can also find us on iTunes and all Spotify, all the popular platforms. That's where we'll be. Because they're not discriminatory. and all. They're not <laughs> picky. Because <laughs> they don't charge us to be there. <laughs> yes, exactly. All right. Thank you. Or I think a lot of the times you're talking right into the microphone, so you, you know you like can't this, talk. This maybe. Yeah, you can't. Mm. When you're standing back, you can talk a little bit more. Right. Yeah. So do you have your podcast voice? <laughs> no. Do you? Uh, like, should this be a running start like this? Like, not not are, not most of what we just said. But. Are you already recording? Well, yeah. This is oh, just great. a test. No, but... no, leave it going. We're we got all the good stuff going, Chip. <laughs> we uh, can get we can start now. Yeah. Uh, so where to begin? Um, well, I mean, you got anything? You're, we're in person again. Like, <laughs> you haven't been in this room together since 2018, probably. I haven't been in anybody's house in a really long I know. time. I was actually like, um, it, it would be like, had we have gotten together and done this during the pandemic, this would have been terrifyingly close. <laughs> like the fact that we're even like kind of facing each other, like these little microphone windscreens would not stop. Right, not a mask. I was going to ask if we need to do this with our masks on or off, but I guess we decided oh, we're going get, masks off. That'll get you your deep podcast voice. <laughs> Muffle out the, the high frequencies. I used to think during the height of the pandemic, what would I do if I wanted to get COVID? Because we spent so much time thinking about how oh, not to get COVID. I may have. Yeah, okay. And so I think, did... well, this this would probably be a good way. I mean, you're not super risky, but a small closed <laughs> room doing a podcast with yeah. Um, yeah, Muppet Baby fans seems like a really dangerous <laughs> yeah yeah it's that, a dangerous crew. That is a good one. Like, um, there were moments in when. I was, well, I wouldn't say I'm wise now, but less wise even, where it was like, maybe it's just worth getting to get it over with. Yeah, but I ripped then, the Band-Aid off. No. 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 You skipped so, it. So, uh, well, to my to the extent of, I, best of my knowledge, I skipped it. Did you? Uh, no, I think I never got COVID. Yeah. There was a there was a brief time um, where everybody, prior to like us all understanding that it even come over to the States, um, where everybody in our office like that sat around me, like missed a week of work with the worst flu ever, they said. Oh, there and, you go. And, and it, was, it was a little cluster. And like, it was, it was like right, people who was like right over the walls from each other. Well, you're, you're, um, 
what's the right way to say this? You're not, you're not one to not think you're sick. So you're, did you? <laughs> no, I don't think I will. <laughs> I think that's, uh, I think you're calling me a hypochondriac. <laughs> I think maybe, but I didn't want to say it. Oh, but I can see my, my, my wife, like, you know, listening on her headphones, like, and just nodding furiously when she hears this episode, if I leave that in. You're going to know. <laughs> yes. Um, I mean, I thought I had COVID multiple times, but I never did. I mean, I, I went and got tested a few times, yeah. but I think, yeah, I was, I was paranoid. I never I liked had. getting tested. I mean, I didn't like the... the <laughs> Wait, the, you don't like going to the dentist, but you didn't mind getting swabbed? I didn't like the swab, but I liked it, the drive through Like, it oh. was so efficient, and it was such a, like, oh. well-done system that just came out of nowhere. I mean, to see the level of uh, proficiency that they were mm-hmm. able to create in this system, I, I was always fascinated. And okay. then I had to shove something up my nose, and I was less interested, yeah. but... Uh, oh, it that, felt like that a, part was cool. It felt like a fly like flew up your nose and like <laughs> and like got way deeper than they should have been able to get. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. fun. No. Well, um, you got anything funny tonight? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I have one pandemic story uh, that is a little bit related to Muppet Babies. Really? Um, okay. I mean, tangentially. Uh, so I have a basement you're aware of. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A basement yeah. that has a lot of water in it. It floods to, often. It yeah. Does. Oh, yeah, it, it does. Today, yeah. today is, would have been a good day for that. Today, I just was down there checking. It was yeah. all fine. Okay. Uh, but I did at one point, this was a little, maybe a month, a couple months ago, uh, there was a big windstorm yeah. in the middle of a rainstorm. And the basement oh. and the power went out, which Ooh. meant the sump pump went out, right. which meant the oh. basement flooded. Okay. Like it never flooded before. I mean, it was, you would have loved it, Chip. It was. <laughs> It was like six or seven inches deep. I loved it. I mean, it was it like was a break sea. Up the canoe, yeah, kind of, I mean, yeah. well, that's what I was thinking when I was down there. I was like, the Muppet Babies would have loved this. Oh, they would have turned it into an adventure. It would have been great. I just wanted to cry in La Puddle, but like, it was <laughs> it was amazing. It was really a uh, um, it was made for Muppet Babies. Yeah, I used to. I think. I mean not related to Muppet Babies, but as a kid, I think when I was growing up in the Midwest, when there would be like horrible river floods, like out, you know, not where I lived, but I'd be like, that sounds like so much fun. Just like to see your street covered in water. What would it be like? Uh, Yeah. I didn't really comprehend probably the the awful destruction (laughs) of that, but like, I always thought it'd be fun to like be able to paddle down your street. Yeah. Well, you could have come over and paddled around the basement and it would have been great. Well, I guess it was a pandemic, so you wouldn't have wanted, we would have to be masked and... (laughs) I almost called you. It was like one in the morning. If it had been three in the afternoon, I might I would, have called you. I would have answered that call. Oh, you think so? Yeah, I would have come over there with a bucket, and <laughs> helped you bail. I had to use a, uh, I had to use my snow shovel to try to mm. shovel it out. It was not fun. That that wouldn't have worked. No, but I did. I did buy. Now I have a backup battery. Oh, good. We think one. we talked about that. Yep. And I got a. Uh, a bilge pump, like a hand bilge pump, oh. just as the backup. Because like, I was like, now I, I had no backup. I need a backup, and then I need a backup wait, to did, the backup. You have a small sailboat. Did you not have a little hand bilge pump for that? I didn't because well, now you do. Yeah, now do now I'm all set. Nice. I can take that. the sailboat into the basement <laughs> next time, and then <laughs> and if it capsizes, I can use the bilge it, pump in the basement. That also takes on water. <laughs> I'll be oh. all set, but. Anyway. Okay. No, yeah, yeah there was uh, n- no good adventures like that for me. No Muppet this. Babies-like adventures? Not that I can think of, no. No. Um, I, you know, I, I was... I didn't cheat on you in that I didn't... <laughs> in that <laughs> We have an open podcasting relationship, Chip. I wouldn't have minded. No. Well, I didn't, I didn't rush ahead and watch any episodes. You'd think with mm. all the downtime and all of the possible, like, 
I mean, we, we exhausted most of the entertainment that we felt like we had in the house, but I didn't dip into the Muppet, Muppet Babies, Babies episode because I knew we would, I knew this might happen. That you someday... knew this day would come. You knew it's a new right. year, a new podcast, which is, <laughs> it is. it's our annual, our annual Muppet Babies well, it, podcast. It, it felt a little foolish publishing, publishing the last one. Because it was right, you know, for those of you who listened, was right at the beginning of the pandemic. And then we posted it more or less after the, yep. the vaccine rollout. And so it just, yeah, it had aged like fine wine. Um, and here we, <laughs> we are. We're in now. a dark place. We're in oh. a great place now, though. It is better. It, you we know, got it's a nice beverage. To, we got it's nice in to see the same room. It's nice, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's awkward to be in a room with another person, but it's yeah. nice. Yeah. Neither of us gained 50 pounds. Ooh. Or no. became super ripped, so I feel like we just no. maintained. No, yeah, that, that's the best you could hope yeah. for, I think. So. I turned 40. That's oh, a thing. that's right, yeah. Yeah, any any sudden changes there? No, I mean, no. still doing a Muppet Baby podcast. Yeah. You have, <laughs> well, you have a small truck now, I saw. I have when a small you truck, up. yep. So, that, so that's, that's not a that's yeah. not a midlife crisis. No. I need a, no. I need a, that's it. a man vehicle. Yep. <laughs> this is my midlife crisis. Uh, I just started a couple of years early. Okay. Well, yeah. there you go. well, I'm glad I can help with that. All right. So yeah. So should we should we just dive into the episode? Let's I guess do that's it. what we yeah. used to do. Right? Yeah. We used okay. to we used to talk about the Muppet Babies episode on All the right. Muppet Babies and we, podcast. We are on episode eight. Is it episode yes. eight? I was shocked. I... It's actually episode seven. They're just both idiots. I assumed we were on episode seven. Well, maybe not, Dave. And that last one was sort of the lost, mm-hmm. the lost podcast. Well, we had we have like a, a burned DVD on the menu, and we are kind of like halfway. We're on the second page of the burned DVD menu Going of deep. episodes. So I guess this is the Hump Show. I tried to convince you to skip this episode and the next one, but you said we're <laughs> we've got to be our, complete. Our rabid, our rabid fans would, would accept nothing less than the complete run of the show. I don't know that anyone's watching along. Okay, well, is that since since we talked about this about potentially skipping the show early? Did you did you like this one? Is oh, it... I actually did like this one. You did. Okay. Yeah, well, then yeah. let's talk yeah, about. No, it. I'm glad. I'm glad we didn't skip it. I thought right. it was actually a good episode. All right. Well, season eight. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. Season one, episode eight. Seven. Uh, eight takeaway one equals panic. 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 All right. I gotta get my and panic. There was. There was. There was, and it was. Um, I was saying to you, this um, was an interesting episode because it felt like they went to a lot less uh, places in their imaginations, mm. at least compared to the last episode. But um, uh, is it okay to talk about what the fear is right away? I mean, or is it, should we... Should we Let's start with can the... Can we spoil uh, the... the episode or are these are fans going <laughs> to... I think they get into it pretty fast. We should probably start with okay. the opening. Right. Where, yeah. Okay. So yeah. openings is imaginary. They're, they're in their imaginations and it is airplane time. <laughs> This is the control tower calling Muppet Airlines Flight Two and a Half. This is Captain Skeeter of Flight Two and a Half. Go ahead, tower. You are cleared for takeoff. Fasten your seatbelts. We're taking off. They strap in for takeoff. Um, then it jumps back to like the cabin of the airplane, and Piggy is uh, seated with Fozzie and, and, and Kermit, Kermit, and yeah. she says, "Oh, we can go anywhere in our imaginations." And and this entire segment is very heavy on like puns and wordplay. I don't know if you there were some there were some funny ones. The uh, the Gonzo, yeah, yep. yeah. Well, I think uh, somebody somebody says about uh, you know we're going to thirty five thousand feet, and then uh, Fozzie says like uh, uh, Fozzie says, "Oh, that's a lot of shoes." <laughs> I think that may be Fozzie's funny Fozzie's funniest joke. You think so? I mean, in this episode, may- maybe or maybe ever. Maybe ever. Really? That's a hot take, Dave. You can't just drop <laughs> that and like walk away. I'm not. I mean, the the bar is really low. Yeah. So, 
It's, I mean, yeah, okay. All right. Um, he, I mean, he has a couple more coming up. But then uh, uh, I think Skeeter, Captain Skeeter, asks uh, Gonzo what the compass is reading. Mm-hmm. And Gonzo says, uh, I think he's page. reading the sports section. Yeah. That uh, was re- that was also, I thought that was a tough, pretty good, it was yeah. funny. That was another one where I, when I was sitting there, I'm like, you know, my kids have never had a newspaper in the house. So I don't oh. know if they know what the sports section is. Oh, my daughter knows about the sports page. Okay, yeah. We, you, have two, we get two newspapers. Do you? What yeah. do you... Uh, we get the Local? Seattle Times yeah. and the New York Times. And okay. she hates that we're always reading the newspaper. So. Oh, yeah? Are you are you like New York Times crossword people as well? Also crossword people, yep. I had a feeling. I had yeah. a feeling. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm pretty much a digital news consumer. Um, okay. Get all my news from Facebook. <laughs> well, when I was growing up, we had a, our driveway was a quarter mile long gravel driveway. And so oh. we couldn't get the morning paper. And because you would have to walk... I mean, like your mailbox wasn't at the end. Oh, you. The mailbox was at the end of the quarter mile right. driveway. So you, if you wanted the paper, you would have had to walk, you know, or half a mile to go get the paper. Yeah. And whenever I would watch TV shows like Muppet Babies, and they would get the morning paper like mm-hmm. on the front porch, mm-hmm. to me that just seemed like a magical thing. <laughs> like how could that even be that you could walk out your door and pick up the newspaper? And, like and you... ever since I've been an adult, I've gotten the newspaper, and every day I still feel that sort of shock. Even though it's 10 times more amazing that I could open my computer and get it. Yeah. I'm like, somebody delivered this and I'm picking yeah. it up. I love I, it. I, I think my um, one of my favorite like field trips in, when I was a kid in school was to like the printing press. This is in, in Minnesota where I grew up. But we went to like where the where the where they printed the, the daily paper and like the operation to like print those and get them like into little bags so that little boys could deliver them in the neighborhoods at like <laughs> seven in the morning it was really phenomenal. Well, now we use, and now we use the little bags for uh, cat litter. So... Oh, that's right. Willow the, the cat. Yeah, Willow right? the cat. Yeah. She, uh, she, she's decided to stick with you guys? Yes. Like through, through the pandemic? Like... I don't know that she's enjoyed it, but we've enjoyed her. <laughs> that's nice. Nice. <laughs> They're all kind of just riffing off this airplane thing. Piggy is then the flight attendant um, and wants Fozzie to, uh, she comes around offering snacks and wants Fozzie to pay for the snacks, but uh, they're imaginary snacks. And she, she tells him, you have to use your imagination. And he's like, I don't have any money. She's like, or you think... She says you have to pay for that, so he just gives her some imaginary money. She's like, "No, you have to pay with real money." But when he, when she says you need imaginary money, he like closes his eyes mm-hmm. and squeezes them really tight mm-hmm. to like <laughs> enter this imaginative world. And yep. I liked that because to me, that was the thing with Muppet Babies. And when you like when you were doing imaginative play as a kid, it always felt like insufficient because it wasn't as real as the Muppet Babies. Yeah. And so I liked that Fozzie had to like go to a place to get there as well. I, I related to that. All right. Um, all right. So uh, um, Kermit, I think, says, uh, excuse me, stewardess, which um, I think stewardess is a, a fun word like that yeah. fell out of favor. My dad was a pilot growing up. And, and I remember there was like, I guess it was like mid 90s where it felt like we, oh, we don't like, I think he had a very difficult time. flight attendant now? Yeah, it's flight yeah. attendant because there was, there was, you know, male stewards yeah. or whatever. And it became very complicated and, and you know, for older men especially. Yeah. But uh, that's. So if hearing stewardess was kind of fun. And it, Kermit asked if there's a movie on this flight. And another pun was mm-hmm. like, then it jumped to like a scene where what we're watching is actually being projected Their in the movie, movie theater. Yeah. So it's like a movie about, yeah, so <laughs> like, it's just like deep To be puns. honest, I didn't understand that. It was a little too deep. <laughs> there's a lot of wordplay. Yeah, wordplay jokes. Um, then there's some choppy air and animal goes underneath the chair and kicking the springs. and choppy. Which, spoiler alert, uh, for the, well, I won't say too much. Well, this Maybe one I, I don't know. Like, uh, yeah. do we spoil the whole episode? Like, I was I was gonna ask you. Like, should we talk about like or? <laughs> I love the idea of spoiling a forty-year-old, uh, thirty-five-year-old. I mean, it's close. It's close, yeah. Thirty-five-year-old uh, children's cartoon. Uh, 
anyway, the uh, I will say the um, what animal does to the chair seems to really relate to later mm-hmm. elements of mm-hmm. the story. Okay, well then I've got some notes about the the, the chair. Um, so Gonzo decides, I think he sees the Flash Gordon thing and said he's like, hey, he's going to bail out. And he yells, Gonzanimo. And then he jumps out with Camilla. And there's like another weird, this was the joke I didn't get. He jumps out and like parachutes down and lands. And like he's amongst a bunch of like penguins, penguins that also apparently jumped out. And he makes the statement that, you know, any jump you can walk away from is a good jump. But then all the penguins fall. <laughs> you didn't understand it either. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I thought that. I was looking forward to asking you about the penguins yeah. and why I didn't understand that joke. But like, it, it feels like a lot of these episodes are just like those intro sequences are just rapid fire, like just dropping. Mm-hmm. Like this one was interesting because it definitely was less. Um, there was really no conflict in the intro sequence. Or? Yeah, it was cool. just them. You know, there was in the past. There's been like the there was the race car one, oh, yeah. and there was the submarine one. This one was just going on a flight. Yeah. Yep. Which I, I was fun, but yeah, mm-hmm. it was late yep well so scooter then helps gonzo who just jumped out he helps them um back into the uh into the chair and then they're cleared for landing by the tower which is rolf uh, and here's where i picked up a continuity error where the, <laughs> the <laughs> oh good the plane that was landing um was a biplane uh, oh like yeah. a propeller and uh, but they take off in a jet plane that so is true i'm just gonna lay that one out there not uh, not perfect they did their best. They 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 used a lot of footage in this opening scene. They did. Um, they did. They a lot of a lot of padding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's the end of their their airplane adventures, and they start all talking about where they want to go next uh, when they hear the phone ring and uh, out in the main house, and the kids are all very curious about calling, and, and it's like I remember this actually as a, as a kid growing up, like when your family had one phone. Oh yeah. Yeah, you'd all the phone would ring, and everyone would have to perk up, like, is it going to be for me? Yeah, it was the best. Yep. Uh, it never was for you. No, no. Or if it was, it's like you, you know, you wouldn't maybe not somebody you wanted to talk to, or, yeah. or it'd be somebody that your mom wouldn't want you to talk to. Um, uh, so this is uh, the eavesdropping. They're eavesdropping on, on the phone call. And have you been eavesdropping? I haven't dropped no eaves. Are honest. Nanny. Uh, they hear Nanny talking to a Mister Jenkins, uh, and she mentions that there's one in the nursery that she really must get rid of. And uh, and then the babies all start freaking out. They think that she's talking about them, and there we go. We have our fear. That's uh, the fear of being given away <laughs> as a child. <laughs> Definitely a less relatable one than going to the dentist. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I have to ask, though, um, I mean, I think we our, our audience assumes that uh, Nanny's not actually giving away one of the, one of the Muppet babies. <laughs> But I had to ask, if you were going to give away one of the Muppet oh, Babies, oh. which one would you have oh, given away with? Animal I know. It has to be Animal, right? <laughs> it has to be. Which is really funny because throughout the episode, there's a lot of conversation around, uh, is it going to be me? Mm-hmm. No, it can't be you. Like Kermit thinks it's going to be him. Everybody thinks it's going to be them for right, doing right, something. Right. Animal never says anything. Animal doesn't say shit. I'm like, of course you don't say anything, Animal, because you totally would be the one that she would get rid of. And should get rid of because he's he's a real menace. Yeah, Animal is definitely the he's the chaos agent, and yeah, he's get rid the of one animal. he'll he'll remember it the least because he's the youngest. <laughs> he's the baby. Yeah, exactly. The yeah, I think you get I think you get rid of Animal. I think so. What's the second choice though? Oh, second choice. 
Is it wrong for me to say Piggy? She's just an awful person. She's, she is. In this episode, she's pretty awful. She's pretty one. bad. Yeah, deliberately yeah. trying to. I mean, Gonzo, as you pointed out in the last episode, and I was constantly yeah. felt the pangs of in this episode, <laughs> was also a pretty awful person. He's a bit of a predator, uh, also, but. Um... <laughs> Good. <day. laughs> yeah. Maybe you get rid of them all. Maybe you only keep Kermit. Mm. Kermit. Kermit seems like the probably would be the bo- absolute bottom of the list of who you would. You would front load. Or maybe Rolf. Rolf. I was going to say Rolf might be at the bottom, yeah, Rolf's too. Rolf's pretty laid, laid back. I mean, he Scooter and Skeeter noise. aren't terrible. I mean, no. they're, not, they're not great, but... Mm-hmm. Um, well, so the, the kids, um, they all start, like I said, freaking out. Uh, you know, they, they are speculating that, you know, oh, they cost Nanny too much money or they cause too much trouble, and that's why she wants to get rid of one of them. One of, get rid of one of them. That they cost her too much money, again, that brought up to me, like, what is this situation that they're mm-hmm. living in? If they're costing her money... Then that means no one's paying her oh, yeah. to take care of them. I guess that answer that that helps us answer the question of maybe. I mean, it could still be the Miss Hannigan orphanage scenario yeah. that we've speculated upon, but oh yeah, yeah I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, Fozzie speculates that he, he throws out a joke that too, uh, there was too many of them for Nanny to start a bowling team. That and how many do you have on a bowling team? I thought of four, four. And how many Muppets are Muppet babies are there? I think we do we count eight. Should know this. I, know. I started to count and then got bored. I was like, <laughs> I didn't want to like miss miss one on like be the Muppet Babies podcast and then totally miss one in my count and delegitimize our entire podcast. I feel like there's way more. There's way too many Muppet Babies for even a partial for a bowling team. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Well, like double maybe, mm-hmm. and that's what I started to think. Are there eight people on a bowling team? But that's not no, right. no. I thought there was just a four. Yeah. yeah. And um, uh, speaking of like the new Muppet Babies, like it seems like now they have brought back Skeeter. Have you oh, seen really? this or no. something like that? I, what I don't want to. What don't are wanna... you doing watching I, new Muppet well, Babies? No, I wasn't. I was just. I was just. I was just googling. I'm just. <laughs> you said you didn't cheat on I'm me, just, Chip. That's just, ten times worse. I'm just new Muppet Babies curious, <laughs> is all. Um, but I had seen some things about how they were like bringing back Skeeter. So I mean, I think their cast is getting too large for a bowling team as well. So that's the key thing. Um. So they also, yeah, so they're worrying about who's the one she's going to get rid of. There's another dumb bear joke, which I think is kind of, it's, I mean, it's the, I think that was the last one. There was like a, in the last episode, there was like a, a stupid looking bear and like um, dumb bear. It's like, I don't remember them being so, quite so harsh with their, with their jokes about Fozzie, but I, you know, he is a dumb bear. So it's kind of funny. Um, Gonzo breaks the fourth wall here, by the way, and then looks at the, uh, looks at the camera, like when he's lamenting about Nanny giving him away. And he's like, what am I anyway? Oh like, yeah. He does this a couple times, I think. Yeah. I think he's, and what did he say he was? Um, I wrote it down. Oh, I don't think I did. A, I think Fozzie said he's a cross between a towel or something. A beach towel, a chicken hawk, and a bottle opener. Which <laughs> <laughs> I also thought was wonderful. Yeah, and then he has some joke about how there's no beach no towels. No beach towels in my family. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's well, a common gonzo thing, though, I think, for that character. The, like, what am I? Yeah, what am yeah. I speculate? Like, what is... Because he's a weirdo. He's... Yeah. 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 Um, well, Piggy and Skeeter end up going at it because, like, Skeeter says something about she how she tattled on Piggy for riding her tricycle through the kitchen. Yeah. And Piggy, like, chases after her. This is, like, the first time I've seen, like, those two kind of go at it. And it actually happens again later in the episode. Too. Really? The whole thing's unraveling. I hope so. I hope yeah. this is, like, a new feud that we've got here. <laughs> Cat fight. <laughs> no, I'm going to cut that out. <laughs> um, 
So, uh, well, that does tell us that the kids can leave the nursery if, if Piggy's riding her tricycle through the nur- through the rest of the house. Yeah, I wish we would have seen that. That, that sounded a little bit like the mm-hmm. Indiana Jones episode mm-hmm. where they're exploring out. But it, then it seemed like they were sneaking out of the house. Well, that's maybe true. maybe maybe that's still the same thing. Maybe it was an illicit trike ride. Exactly, <laughs> a little joy ride through the house. Um, sort of like uh, The Shining. Should, oh yeah. They <laughs> shocked they didn't do a Shining reference. <laughs> <laughs> the, really? the trikes going through, you know, the house with the mm-hmm. the sound on the carpet. Yeah, I wonder, like the the writers for this, you would think that that would be a, a ripe thing. Or when did The Shining come out? Oh, it was any... before that. No, was that in the seventies? Yeah, it's a seventies it? movie. Okay. I'm pretty sure. All right, I won't look at it, it then. It yeah, I mean, they certainly haven't shied away from references that no child would recognize. So yeah, yeah, but a horror movie. I know. <laughs> It just would have been, been great. Yeah, and Scooter and Skeeter standing there like the the, the twin oh, girls. Oh, that would have been oh, perfect. Man, just... Oh, come and play with us. Right for we it. We need to write a letter to the. <laughs> no, there's nobody to write a letter to. There's that guy. That's right. We did. Um, that's right. We should follow up on that. Um, there is a guy. When we talked about the writers, room, <laughs> a we ended human up, wrote these. We we ended up looking it up, and it's like one guy, and he's still around. He actually sued the Muppet Babies, the new Muppet Babies, as you should. Yeah, for for like. Uh, maybe like copying some of his screenplay. He had like the the Bible, the Muppet Baby's Bible. And so he's got like a bone to pick with the new Muppet Baby. We need to get him on this podcast. He, he would love it. I, I, I would think it would. we should just, it'll be like phone a friend on Who Wants a Millionaire. We'll just call up Jeffrey and why be like. Why are you so afraid, Jeffrey? Jeffrey, what? Jeffrey did, why did you not mention The Shining? He had a biographical element in this episode. I don't know if you noticed. Uh, he did? No, no, I didn't. He did. He did. Oh. Uh, yeah, I think we're gonna get to yeah, that. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I, I was we'll gonna... save that one for later. Oh. Man, you guys really have to stay to the end on this one. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> I know usually you drop off after the first five minutes. I mark. wish I knew how they, people dropped off. We 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 get random listens, and I have no idea what people make of it. They can't make it to the end. No, probably not. Why would they? Um, okay. So uh, yeah. So they're they're concerned. One of them is gonna get tossed out into the cold, and then uh, excuse me. Then we see a keyframe of the animation with uh oh sorry with our two. I'm spoiling the episode. Like, I think it's okay. I, and when I was watching, yeah. it, like, there, there's two. Oh, we can't spoil it. I, we're not gonna talk about it. Anyway, the, there's two chairs that are in oh, view. I didn't spoil with it. <laughs> How are we spoiling this episode? Okay. Well, anyway, there was something very telling in the in the framing of it. So I mean, I think, you know, when when the animators decided to animate this, they they basically, you know, they put the. They put the MacGuffin or whatever right in the frame. Is that? I did you? think when looking at the chairs, they looked real bad. And I was like, man, Nanny, it's really falling apart. All that bathtub gin. Yeah, well, they, the Muppet Babies cost her too much money. <laughs> she can't, buy, can't keep up with the furniture. She's going to have to sell them. Um, so, uh, so they say, what will it be like in the big cold world? Uh, oh, and then, yeah, it feels like they're all wondering about what it would be like to like live on their own. And, and it kind of gave me So some... do you think that's the fear? Cause it, it, Being like, on their own? Yeah, because there was a couple fears, it seemed like. Like there was the, the, the stated fear mm-hmm. was being... Uh, given away which is like a pretty horrible thing it yeah. is but it's not super relatable but then the the other ones were about like living on your own yeah and being away from your friends being, and, and then yeah, yeah being away from your friends or like being out in the grown-up world like sort oh, of a like yeah, maybe it was a little deeper than just like being given away <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i mean well yeah as long as we're talking a little bit about that like uh, i don't have very specific memories but i know that i think my some of my childhood had some like trauma from from the kind of entertainment you would see where you would see um and this kind of gets to the next scene 
where the next scene Piggy goes into her imagination, she's like kind of like a little street urchin, you know, and she's wearing a, a shawl and it's like negative five people for money. Yeah. Negative five degrees. And she's like selling lemonade. And I think there was a number of things that I saw as a kid, whether they be like Grimm's fairy tales or like, um, cartoons I saw where, where kids would be like on their own. And I don't think that's a thing that they do use in entertain. That's not a, a trope. They put in entertainment for children anymore. Kids like, living on the street. No longer funny. <laughs> exactly. But but, like, I don't know, like, obviously that was a, a key part. I mean, that was the world up until, like, the child labor laws in, what, the 1920s or so? Yeah, I guess it was more common. Yeah, like, there was, orf- there was yeah. like, we just don't have stories about orphanages anymore. Yeah, like, true. we've done better with, yeah. as a society with our children, I, th- I want to <laughs> yeah, say. Yes. Yay, our children <laughs> don't suffer it. as much. <laughs> Collectively. Yeah. Um, the, is the Muppet Babies the last orphanage story? Mm. That isn't, like, that doesn't have an original. Yeah, yeah. It's not, like, a remake of... Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, it's... uh, Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. No way to know. No way to know. Unless we get Jeffrey on the phone. Um, But yeah, I think as a kid, I think I actually did have like a a fear of these things. Like, because you could play in your mind, like, what would it be like to be like alone on the street and cold and hungry? And like, I remember like my mom would have like... There's like a, a story, I don't know the, the premise of it really in depth, but like the little matchstick girl, have you ever heard? No. It was like, I think it was, I don't, I don't know what it was like. Just a make fa- it up. Fable. Okay. But it was like a little girl, and like she only had a couple matchsticks and then like she was freezing cold and like she like burns out her last match and I'm just like, oh God. Oh, like, that's terrible. I know. But that was the kind of shit they, they like had us like as kids we would listen to and like there was a, a little horror, I don't know, there's a little horror in that I think that. It sounds like a lot of horror. I don't know, like, the Secret of Nim scared the hell out of me. A whole bunch of stuff, too. What happens in that story? I don't know. Like, there was something like people turn kids into rats. That is not at all what that film is about. No, that doesn't sound good. Okay. Well, actually, <laughs> this, I don't think I've ever talked about this, but um, there was a, a shoe I had as a kid. I think they were called Zips or something like that. And they had, they had like, a little comic book with them. With the shoe. With the shoe, yeah. And it was about, like, when you wear Zips, I think you'll get, like, you'll be super fast. And the comic book like had like a guy with a gunny sack that would like kidnap children, but the kids who had zips would like be able to get, get away, away from them. Wow, they're yeah. trying to create a modern fairy tale for it how was, to wear zips. That's fucking inappropriate. Yeah, is all I'm saying. But like that, that like is the kind of stuff I remember. That I'm my my youth. I remember those things were that just scared me about the world and like that the guys with gunny sacks and. And I think in elementary school there was another like cartoon I saw with a guy who would like turn children into rats and put them in a gunny sack and. Man, they got to bring this stuff back. They do? <laughs> no, I was I just saying it's good that they don't. Like, no, I, I think they should bring that back. Oh my god! Well, I was watching with my my related to this. I was watching with my kids uh, the movie Holes. Have you ever seen that? Uh, I've read the book. I haven't seen. The movie. Okay, I've never read the book, but I <laughs> on brand. Why am I saying? Yeah. Why am I saying things to the audience if we have one that they know? Um, but I, I started to play that for them, and my daughter, like in in the movie and probably in the book too, like they're horribly mean to these boys. Right? Oh, yeah. they're like prisoners, right? Um, and my daughter looked over at me, like at a certain parts in the movie, just with this horrified look on her face, like this can happen in the world. Like people are awful. <laughs> like, why are these people being so awful to these kids? And I'm just like, and I made me think about this. I'm like, oh yeah. Like entertainment for children doesn't show them suffering anymore. Yeah. And you said good. it is if you don't get to, uh, ready for bed on time. <laughs> why didn't I think of that? <laughs> you gotta use that. It's oh, the whole point of these things. Mm. You use it to encourage kids to buy zips. I know. You use it yep. to encourage them to go to bed, mm-hmm. eat their broccoli, yep. whatever Chip, it is. Chip, if you don't make it to the bus on time in your zips, yeah. the man with the gunny sack is going to get you. And then <laughs> That's my favorite new marketing ploy. They got to bring that back. I got to see, like, it, 
That's that, ha- that has to be real. I don't think I made that up. I'm going to have to search If you didn't that. make it up, you've just invented a whole new yeah. marketing It was like world. Bazooka Joe, but super dark. You know, you get a little, oh, you know, a product with it. a little comic on it that was horribly like... Oh, I'm a big uh, fan of this. Okay, well, we'll, we'll fight you some zips. <laughs> okay, so Piggy's a little... Uh, back to the show. Piggy, in her imagination, uh, has been cast aside by Nanny in her mind, and she is a little street urchin. It's negative five degrees, and she's selling lemonade to people in the street, really bullying her customers. Oh, yeah. She's still Miss Piggy. Hey! Want to buy some lemonade? Um, she goes, um, uh, she's selling it for like a nickel a glass, and it's like, and it freezes, because it's negative five, and the guy's like, this is just a ice cube or whatever, and she realizes it's lemon ice or something like that, and so in her imagination she goes from street urchin to all of a sudden branded piggy diner yeah and she's yeah she makes it big time yeah and so and then she's selling more stuff and uh and still bullying customers even in like in this mid-level uh thing here there was an interesting thing where there was like the voice of the actor playing one of the humans that she's bullying was like kermit's voice very kermit super pitched down yeah and i don't know like why you would even have your voice actors bother to do that like like, why not just do a completely different voice? Why use the Kermit? I guess, is it, are they trying to show that the babies are in the imagination with her? I don't think so. Or does the person that plays Kermit always sound like Kermit? Mm. <laughs> does the actor, can the actor not actually do any voices? He just always sounds like Kermit. Maybe. I looked up the actors. I mean, the, so during the pandemic when we weren't talking about Muppet movies, I remember looking it up. <laughs> right. I did cheat on you a little bit. <laughs> you still had to satisfy that yeah, itch. I still had, yeah. Um, I think Howie Mandel was one of the voices of one of the characters on it. I wonder who. I think he might have been like Animal or something like that. Something just really weird. Um, well, we'll look it up later. Yeah. All right. Um, so, yeah, P- Piggy goes then now from uh, from mid-tier successful business uh, pig to now she's in a tower with her face on top of it. Uh, and she's a millionaire. and She has this lemonade ice empire. She's still a bully. Um, she calls for the president to be fired <laughs> because, she, like, their sales are de- dropping. Well, who's responsible for that? The president of the United States will fire him! And then she says they're running out of lemons, so she says, buy California. And she's like, oh, I already own California. Well, buy Florida then. <laughs> so, I yeah. have to do it all myself. I know. Piggy, Piggy's funny. I, I love... I love that, like, something, like, she's such a, like, uh, rags to riches in her own mind, so right on brand for her, that, like, she wouldn't actually suffer. She'd actually become horribly, like, wealthy and famous. Yeah, it, all, it worked out pretty well for her. Yeah, although, she's think, although she thinks it didn't, because she says that she would, uh, she, she thinks it's a bad future for her, because her Kermit, her Kermit's mm-hmm. not, not part of it. Uh, well, this kicks over to, to Gonzo's sequence. Gonzo's is dark <laughs> as fuck. Yeah. So dark. So in Gonzo's imagination, if, if Nanny throws him away, she <laughs> literally throws him into the into garbage the can. garbage. Like, I think we actually see her socks, like, yeah. toss him into a garbage can. It's like, it's not like he's, you know, flies from off screen. I want to say we actually see Nanny throw him yeah. in the act of throwing him in there. And stay out. <laughs> and stay out, she says. <laughs> Um, uh, and throws away the, the chicken as well. Um, and then he gets put into a garbage truck and taken to the dump <laughs> where he like, he's like, well, I'm just going to have to live here. And he like shakes hands with a rat and he's like, nice to meet you, neighbor. <laughs> um, so Gonzo also doesn't immediately suffer. It looks like he actually makes the, the, the best, uh, the best of it or makes lemon ice out of ice. With sort his... <laughs> of. I mean, he goes and doesn't he create versions of all of the Muppet babies well, yeah. with trash? <laughs> Yeah, well, it's, he's living. He's sad. living in like what looks like a dining room in the in the yeah. trash heap, where he's made friends out of trash. Trash that look remarkably like their. They, real, they look pretty good. Their yeah. counterparts. 
Um, and there's, a, of course, there's a piggy who he's still trying to hit on. <laughs> and uh, this inanimate object still rejects him and smashes like a, a fl- like a rotten flower vase on his nose or something. So Deserved. I think I've been living alone too long. That then jumps forward 100 years in his mind. And then all of a sudden, he's still in the dump. But now he has a giant long beard. And uh, finally, the other babies show up to visit, but they're not just visiting. Nanny has now decided to finally throw them out after a hundred years. Old, old, old and gray, baby. and uh, and the the predator still tries to get his kiss from Piggy. At which point, I think he just falls randomly through the garbage. But he thinks that Piggy like packs a wallop or something like that. But it did it did seem pretty sad that he was creating versions of all of his friends out of trash. That doesn't yeah. seem like you're really moving on. No, it was Piggy very... moved on. She she <laughs> became a a uh, lemonade ice. Uh, mogul but but i mean he did a phenomenal job crafting them so i mean it's True. like he, he did have a hobby i guess <laughs> that's, that's something uh and then he, he said he realized he never realized how uh, awful living alone could be uh and they all end up expressing how none of them wants to be the one that goes so then they decide well let's what if we just make the decision for nanny uh which is dark like i i, I was really thinking dark. the first time i watched this i was like i don't think they would do the show like this like immediately the kids would be like no we will we they won't let us separate but instead here they're like that's they're... the i mean that's coming up but it's the last thing they another decide spoiler on. Day. Oh, come on <laughs> oh wait but they, it's literally the not, last thing now, they think about but now they're not going to stay till the end because you've just told them what happens <laughs> oh, okay well um so they decide to help nanny choose who's gonna go uh with a bag of marbles and if you draw the black marble then you are the one who will be who you know has been chosen to be cast out. So Piggy is running this this. Um, it's not a game. What would you call it? A scheme? Yeah, I guess so. It's definitely a scheme. It's a marble uh, scheme. Okay, uh, and, and Gonzo goes first and reaches around, rumbles through there, and pulls out the black marble. Oh, no! No! And <laughs> Piggy says, "Well, we better tell Nanny the good. I mean, bad news." <laughs> so when we said Piggy. We should get rid of Piggy. She is an awful person. She is an awful person. I mean, she loves Kermit, but she's definitely vindictive. I mean, Gonzo's, Gonzo's uh, unwanted affections towards her, not great it's either. Probably asking but, for it yeah. a bit. Yeah. Uh, then Skeeter, in her second like uh, little dust up with Piggy, determines that uh, all the marbles were black. She looks in the bag, and all of the marbles were black. So it was totally a setup by Piggy to uh, to get um, Gonzo kicked out. Uh, and this is, again, that second instance of Skeeter being Piggy's nemesis. I kind of hope there's a little trouble brewing between the two of them, because uh, that would Hunter give Skeeter... Babies is really good at pulling those threads and keeping them running, so I think... Are they? I'm okay. sure. Well, um... <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, yeah, I thought you were being sincere. Okay. <laughs> what kind of show do you think this is? You don't think the writers... Well, he got there's sued. Just... He, had a, he had a show Bible. I you mean, don't think he kept track of this stuff? It is just one writer. He probably could keep track of it, I guess, well, we can't use our We episode. can't use our writer's room sound effect anymore in our episodes, can we? Because it's just one, one guy. One guy. Maybe he had it in his mind. Yeah. He had a, he had a room like, uh, like, Gonzo, like Gonzo. Yeah, <laughs> he has a room of other trash writers. <laughs> other, bad, other writers. <laughs> oh, Oh, we're going to get him on the show and find out. Yeah. Okay, well, let's assume he is. So, yeah, so, so yeah, I hope that I hope a little feud grows here because it would actually give Skeeter something to do or be. Um, well, they all start thinking, like, in heads and hands, like, thinking about what they're going to do to uh, to to figure out what to do in this, like, uh, situation where they seems like no solution. Uh, that is interrupted by Mr. Jenkins and Nanny showing up, the terrifying Mr. Jenkins uh, and all the babies uh, start buttering up to to Nanny, like Piggy starts with Piggy, of course, about how like you know can she help do anything for Nanny? And Rolf's like, can I play you a nice song? And I thought that was gonna be the song. 
but uh, yeah, it didn't happen yeah, then. Yep. Yeah. And then I thought uh, Skeeter and Scooter uh, are like, uh, you can't separate twins. And then this is when Animal, like, you know, says, like, oh, something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> something in Nanny. And Nanny, and, and Nanny just gives him away. Here yeah. he is, Mr. Jenkins. <laughs> Take him, and please. And episode. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make your dreams come true. Okay, uh, but Nanny does. Uh, uh, Gonzo has a closet gag here. I should I should mention where he pokes his head into the closet and sees it was really fast and really. But I think it was just a car being smashed and like. I think a, it was another dump. I think it was a the dump was in his. Oh, okay. Closet. They got some extra yeah. use out of the uh, out of the. That the, dump the footage. Dump clips. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Where uh, do you think they got all their clips? Is there like an archive of free old clips that a show like that could use? Good question. I mean, probably, but back then, I don't know. I mean, because they had all like the World War One and World War Two clips, and then well, that Flash Gordon stuff. I mean, yeah. you think that? I mean, the, God, the 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 amount of lawyers you need to have involved to do something like that today would be insane, right? But it must just be like a. It must be like free old clips or something. I don't know. I mean, but these were a lot of these things were you know were. Uh, they're properties. They're IP. That you somewhat know, like Flash for sure. Gordon. Flash Gordon, but that's old. Maybe that's public domain now. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, good question. I, th- I mean, if they were smart, they were probably picking out of the public domain if that I existed so. back then. Uh, oh, so this is where Mr. Jenkins uh, and Nanny, uh, they, they come up to Fozzie and, and Kermit, and then Nanny kind of points in the direction of, uh, of Fozzie and saying, like, I think, uh, what did she say? Like, um, I decided that one, and she points towards, like, Fozzie. Who's well, she's deciding between, it's it's Kermit and Fozzie, and they're both sitting Careful. in the chairs. Careful. They're both sitting in chairs, <laughs> and and... Nanny says it's one of these two, and then she thinks about it, and they choose yep. Fozzie's. Yep. They choose Fozzie's area. Yeah, and Fozzie's really distraught, like legitimately distraught, and I don't blame him here. Um, well, actually, before she says, um, before she says Fozzie, Gonzo does get a little revenge on Piggy here because he believes that if he got Kermit out of the way, then he'd have Piggy. Also cruel. To... <laughs> this is a really there trouble. are multiple times in which the the <laughs> they're trying to. Trying to off get, each other. Yeah, here. trying to get rid of each other. I know, which Impressive. again, is, seems really dark. It'd be hard to imagine yeah, I like, like it. super sanitized, you know, modern Muppet babies pulling that stuff. They no, don't I, I can't imagine that they do this episode in the new one. No. That, no. that must not have been what he sued about. No, no. It was yeah. Fascinating stuff, though. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, so she points at Fozzie. Uh, Mr. Jenkins says he needs to pull up his truck and get the papers ready. So this makes it sound like at this moment, like if there's papers involved... I gotta say they they, I thought that this was when it was gonna get resolved, mm-hmm. that whatever the resolution was going to be would yeah. be resolved now, mm-hmm. and that they keep it going. I was actually really impressed with mm-hmm. their restraint, and there was some good writing in terms of like really like nanny, obfuscating the truth here. Yeah. it's like it, it, it seems, seems plausible it what does. they're setting Absolutely up, and uh, yeah, I guess that's the sort of Muppet Baby way though. They they leave the resolution till like, the final seconds mm-hmm. typically. Yeah, before it's all wrapped up. Yeah. Um. So everybody relieves a giant, has a giant sigh of relief, except for Fozzie, who believes now that he will be freezing and starving out all by himself alone. Um, and they start to try to cheer him up, saying that he could live in the woods with Smokey the Bear, yeah. or 
if he because he's a bear, he could join the UCLA Bruins. Yeah, that's the autobiographical a, fact. Right. Yeah. So this the the writer of all these Muppet Baby episodes was a UCLA uh, grad. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I didn't know what a Bruin was, so I looked oh, it up. It's a bear. Uh, well, it's like the Danish word for like brown or a bear and something. Yeah. So it's just like a colloquial name for a bear. Yeah. I knew it was a bear, but like I, I was thinking like, why don't they make the joke the Chicago bears? I, I mean, because it like it it did jump out a little bit to me. Like mm-hmm. that seems weird that they would do that if mm-hmm. it. W- but obviously he has a yeah. connection. Well, at first, I, yeah, I think the connection makes a lot more sense. At first I was like, man, was like the NFL like wouldn't even allow somebody to like name drop them? In the, <laughs> it sounds like the I'm NFL sure they today. Yeah, I know. I'm sure they could have said that the Bears. Yeah. yeah. Well, especially that is like the Walter Payton era and the fridge and like it the seemed, Super Bowl it shuffle. It seemed so set up for the Chicago Bears. Know, that was surprising to me. Um, oh, they said maybe they'll put him in the zoo. Yeah. Uh, where like Fozzie's in the zoo, and then like they'll like we can then visit you, and then they all like are throwing peanuts at him. So cruel! <laughs> it's really cruel. And uh, sorry, this is my only two bits of research. Uh, but I oh, looked you did up research. Great. Well, I always say I'm going to do research, and I forget to write it down. This yeah. time I wrote it down well when done. I researched. But I was like, what is this like throwing peanuts at the zoo thing? Like, because that seems <laughs> That's like a th- the research you did. <laughs> What did you think I was? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't think it was Stop gonna be having throwing such lofty expectations for me. It's a Muppet Babies. Episode. I don't know what I expected, but that wasn't it. All right, well, tell me more. Okay, well throwing tell me about peanuts. These peanuts. So throwing peanuts at the zoo, um, that uh, that I think started in like the early uh, 20th century, where it was like circuses and stuff, mm-hmm. and so the, it became this trope that like. Um, animals and especially elephants would eat peanuts and stuff. But apparently the LA zoo banned peanuts in 1974. So 10 mm. years before this episode came out, it became like a, a common thing to not, not allow peanuts at the zoo because people were throwing them to animals and expecting uh-huh. to eat them. But animals don't actually like you eat peanuts. So interesting. But yeah, that's like this old trope from the seventies that carried forward uh-huh. in our writer's mind into the, uh, the eighties. And interestingly enough too, is this more research or, yeah, or, or same? Bit, okay. Tiny bit. So, um, here in here in Seattle, like it seems a fairly recent, fairly recent thing that single use like straws have been like banned, mm-hmm. right? But the LA Zoo banned straws in 1983, two years before these episodes came wow. out. Like the um, the LA Zoo re- recognized that like the animals were like eating plastic lids and straws and stuff, so they haven't been huh. doing plastic at the LA Zoo for a long time. Is there an LA Zoo still? I, I never went. I lived in LA, but I never went. Okay. To the well, zoo. I mean, yeah. this article was literally from like 1985 that I yeah. found. Wow. Like an archive. So I don't. <laughs> was, maybe that's. Was it on? Um, what's microfiche? Did you <laughs> yeah, go exactly. to the library? It was like Flipping I had to read it, read it backwards and upset. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, that's the end of my research. So don't don't. I'm so glad you don't did feed that. peanuts. To I'm so glad you did research, Chip. <laughs> it's been a long, all wor- it was all worth a, it. It's been a long year. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. So now it's song time. So again, they're still trying to cheer Fozzie up, uh, um, and it's song time now, where Rolf uh, sings the song or leads them in the song. A table for one can be fun. What? A table for one can be fun. I liked the song. This actually this comports a little bit more with what you were saying about the fear maybe being just being on your own, not necessarily mm-hmm. being given away. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. I'm following. So yeah. Uh, what did you like about the song? Um. I know, I thought it was sketchy. I mean, it was it wasn't the worst song that they've done for sure. Yeah, like well, it was upper upper tier. Hmm. I, I can't remember. There was the Elvis one that I still think stands out as my episode, favorite. Yeah, yeah. but uh, I thought this song was uh, pretty fun. And yeah. a table for one can be fun. Really, I was going to ask you: Have you how many times have you? Eaten? I I've done it once or twice, and I did not enjoy it. I, I guess I haven't eaten out a lot. I've gone to the bars a lot alone. Okay, and I really enjoy that. Did you go home alone? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I brought a book and left with the book, so I think... Um... <laughs> you went home alone. All right. 
<laughs> if you show up to a bar with a book, you're definitely going home alone. Yep. Yep. I think that's pretty much guaranteed. <laughs> I, I have a memory um, when I was a my first real job, like out of college, I got sent to North Carolina to like a training seminar. And I thought, ooh, glamorous world of business travel. Mm. <clears throat> and I was in like the triangle, I think called Triangle Park or whatever of like North Carolina. And, uh, and I was, there was like a Perkins. Do you, do you know what Perkins is? Did you have Perkins? No. Okay, Perkins are like a, a I don't know, you know how to describe Perkins. It's like a Denny's. You know what a Denny's is? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do know what Denny's is. Perkins is like a, a better Denny's. Better Denny's. Yeah. That, doesn't a nice, sound, a Denny's, that doesn't make sense. A Denny's that you don't feel like you're going to get sick from. Okay. Um, and so uh, I, I went across the street to a Perkins because like, I was like in the middle of like business park area. There was mm-hmm. not like fast food around. Like, so I had to do like the table for one at this. Mm-hmm. The only sit, this is before. It can like, be fun. <clears throat> it, it wasn't. What? <laughs> I felt really awkward. You know, I was like yeah. a 20, I was like a 20, two-year-old you always eat guy. at the bar the, no the perkins doesn't this is like denny's doesn't have, does denny's, denny's have a bar <laughs> i don't know <laughs> well, I'll start, maybe i've had this wrong impression about denny's this whole time maybe i need to start going to denny's i have no idea okay yes. i can't remember the last eating denny's. at the bar okay okay that makes sense eating at a table for one would be fun at the bar i oh yeah but eating i feel at a like booth, i've gone like when i've traveled for work i i always you have to eat out and so right but eating in a booth by yourself just feels no, horribly that, lonely yeah i've done that but i think the, you always do the bar okay because the bar is great there you go kids there's yeah. your lesson a table. <laughs> remember that yeah <laughs> a bar stool for one can be fun a table for one less so all right fair good points but still a good song yeah did all there, right there's did... a muppet song in the newer muppet movie that was related i can't remember what it's called though oh, really my kids love those movies i'm not i'm not recognizing it like... oh yeah there's one i remember amy adams sings it i feel like maybe i misremember the song dave is talking about is me party as in she was having a me party anyway, doesn't matter <laughs> I, I for a second i thought maybe well maybe jeffrey needs to sue somebody else <laughs> yeah maybe he does i thought maybe they watched some muppet babies for mm-hmm. inspiration when working on the movie but then i thought that's probably well, I not you? i don't know yeah. i would um do you, speaking of this, the writers, do you, do you think they were writing, the one guy wrote all the music too? I never see like I a wondered that music, as well. music yeah. credit. I mean, Talented I can imagine. So. Like, yeah, he, incredible. He couldn't have written all the jokes for Fozzie. That must have been a joke writer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, well, Fozzie, <laughs> Fozzie is not at all swayed. He still feels horrible because he's going to be given away. Um, he, he, he would be the worst one to go live by himself too, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, like he, he, the others, I feel like could make it. Fozzie wouldn't make it. I mean, I think every other one of them could probably survive on their own, on the mean streets of whatever city they live in. Which is a question I right. don't know the answer to. Actually, where do they live? I don't think we. I don't yeah. think we ever got any, any anything close. I've to never thought about Q that before. That. Well, I guess I think you're right in that he would be like a sad clown, and nothing's sadder than a sad clown. It's the right? saddest thing. Right, like he would still like make jokes, but they would be like horrible. You need sad. an audience. That's the problem. Mm. He needs an audience, even if it's bad. You need an audience as yeah. a comedian. That's true. Yeah. Otherwise, you're not really doing comedy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks for keeping listening, everybody. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Please subscribe. Wait, we're we're Fozzie. <laughs> We've been cast out. <laughs> Nanny, why? We're Fozzie. Oh no. <laughs> we're. Oh, no. That might be the I episode see you, title. Fuzzy. <laughs> um, so there's a, a sequence uh, in his imagination now because he's a you know alone in the world and there's a bunch of like, anybody? Like yeah. moments. 
uh, where he's all alone. He, he tries playing like football with himself, and like that doesn't can't hike the ball to yourself. It's got to be other things he could have tried doing. But yeah, yeah. But this is this is now where it goes back to exactly where I thought the episode was going to start yeah. at, where all of a sudden the other babies start showing up and talking about how they would never leave him, and this is going to be a um, this is going to be you know fine, and, and we're coming with you, and, and we'll never let ourselves get separated, which I think is like. Seems like the obvious place that the episode was going, but yeah. shocking it took so long. Yeah, and that there's all this like kind of yeah, really dark like <laughs> <laughs> scheming. We're gonna uh, let on the you dangle, there. yeah, and yeah. multiple people are gonna backstab you. Yep. This scene when uh, Gonzo they they do uh, they they play a football game and everybody has different roles and Gonzo is the cheerleader and oh, Gonzo yeah. does a like fuzzy cheer. Mm-hmm. And uh, when he's saying the letters, the letters are dropping from the sky and onto the field. And he's like running away from them. Oh, I and must then, have totally looked away from the screen. Was oh, like, this sounds fascinating. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Which episode like did you watch? Visual, visual uh, treat. So he's like F and then a giant F falls. And yeah. he's like, oh. And like a, this is dangerous. Oh, almost hits him. And then he says like two little Z's and these little Z's fall on, Z's. on his nose. And I had like, as soon as he started this sequence, I knew exactly that that was going to happen. That's Cause I remembered game? this. Oh. I remembered this episode actually from what, like, really? Yeah. That, and that the Z's landing on his nose was like the thing that I remembered the yeah. most clearly, which was like a really weird detail, but that is I mean, for yeah. all the nose bumps he takes in the, across <laughs> these episodes to I, remember that one. As soon as that sequence started, it's like two little Z's are going to land on his nose. Really? Wow. Yeah, I'm wow. fucking Nostradamus when it comes to <laughs> Muppet Baby episodes. That Nostradamus? I've, that Nostradamus. <laughs> <laughs> Muppet Baby episodes I've already seen. Yep. I can really predict them. Oh, that's awesome. That could be an episode title. I know. We're, like, we've got good competition. Back to back. I'm not going to have to. <laughs> um, so Mr. Jenkins ends up returning. Like, So the end of that thing, everyone, I guess... Maybe Fozzie feels better, but all of a sudden, Mr. Jenkins returns, and it kind of, like, it feels like it really breaks the mood. Like, it was all, like, oh, we're going to be together, but then, like, the terror kind of returns when Mr. Jenkins returns to collect the one. Um, <laughs> and uh, and Fozzie runs and hides behind the big blue chair, um, only to have Mr. Jenkins still come. I mean, this to your point about the episode. Yeah. Okay, here comes the final, the reveal, guys. They <laughs> were talking about the chair the whole time. Oh my god! Mr. Too. Jenkins picks up the chair, and you think like, oh, he's picking it up to get at Fozzie, but no, he just wants the chair. So up until the very last second, they're still playing on this idea that maybe it's one of the kids. I think they did a good job with it. I mean, yeah, yeah, really. Um, if they hadn't made the chair look so ratty mm-hmm. early on, like it looked like visibly like patched mm-hmm. and messed up, and then you mm-hmm. also. Like we were saying earlier, animals fucking that chair up like underneath on the springs, like kicking it. Mm-hmm. And then I was thinking of all the episodes where they were the submarines moving them around. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe any of the furniture is survived. But uh, yeah, I thought they did a good job setting that up. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it like the suspense was real. Yeah, it. Uh, they they definitely strung it out to the very end, and uh, so they confront Nanny about their plans when they uh, to get rid of one of them. She tells them about the real plan. Uh, was to get rid of one of the chairs um, because Mr. Jenkins, I guess, will repair and like resell these. So he's going to reupholster it or, or something like yeah. fix all the animal breakage. Um, the kids uh, are taught that they should ask questions instead of jumping to conclusions. Now, I had to ask, do you think that's the lesson? Um, I guess so. Because I felt like she, she, <laughs> given the fear, the abject fear mm-hmm. that, the, that, that they have clearly been through mm-hmm. for the last 
I mean, mm-hmm. 20 minutes of the episode, mm-hmm. and that they think someone is giving being given away yeah. by their caregiver. Right. And her thing is like, fuck, you should have asked me first. Like, yeah, you guys are shouldn't nuts. she be like, yeah. oh, I'm so sorry. Like, it, that struck me as being the most she's surprising. She's not very like, loving and like comforting. She's not like, I would never give you away. She's like, no, I mean, I might give you away, but you should just ask me. Like, <laughs> That's right. I guess she doesn't say like, I she love never you, says, I never separate you. She never and... says, I won't give you away. Oh, that's a really good point. <laughs> well, I guess, I, I mean, I still feel... She keeps that option open, open because animal's still there. <laughs> and wisely, wisely, I guess, yeah. <laughs> you don't know. Yeah, you, you got you to keep your, keep your cards close, <laughs> Nanny. Um, I, I guess, just thought that was a really funny moral. Like you should ask first, which I mean, that's it's, it's in actually a itself, really good lesson. It is a good lesson. It's just not the lesson that it seemed that they. I don't. I don't know. It wasn't the lesson I thought she was going to give, or the one that felt yeah, appropriate. Seemed, it for doesn't the moment. seem comforting. It's just like pragmatic. Yeah. 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 It's uh. Yeah. It's definitely something that I think. Uh, it's a lesson that like is probably equally relevant today. Like I actually saw. Um, I will probably edit this out, but like, like on, on TikToks, there was like people like saying like, don't assume people are talking about you, like, like giving mm. you advice. Cause it's like, I think it's, an, it's naturally inherent that people feel like if they're not being, well, if I text you and you don't get a text back, you're yeah. probably camping, but I'm like, I'm Dave camping, doesn't yeah. like me. Like I shouldn't jump to a conclusion. <laughs> Dave never <laughs> wants to talk about Muppet babies again. No, you're probably just camping. Always camping. Always camping. It's camping season. Or I'm telling you I'm camping cause I don't want to talk about Muppet babies. <laughs> just ask first, Chip. <laughs> i'm not going to give away my podcast partner I want you to comfort me first yeah. before you tell me to ask all right so um it ends kind of with gonzo claiming that he knew all along that nanny wasn't actually going to give the one away and um and he believes that he's like kind of gloating like he knew all along until he hears nanny call out one more time that mr jenkins should also go grab the blue one the little blue one <laughs> the little blue one at which point he then runs and cowers under the pillows uh, the sofa, only to have the pillow itself be the little blue one that uh, Mr. Jenkins grabs when he comes back and grabs it. And Gonzo in this moment has this really great, like, <laughs> beautiful, like, scream into laugh that is just like this wonderful, seamless sound that that was my highlight of the episode, I think. And then and then he ends with another fourth wall break when Gonzo asks if he could come live with you. <laughs> I wanted to say yes. I would have said yes for sure. Yeah. Like, especially to Gonzo. I mean, yeah. I didn't really realize what he was, you know, what kind of... <laughs> what a pervy was, but otherwise it's okay. He seemed like a fun guy to hang out with, yeah. you know, like yeah. vivid imagination and all that. So, well, so, that's the episode. So, so on a scale of, of one to five gonzo noses, how many Ooh. gonzo noses would you give Do this? Do we have a rating system now? I don't know. We, we might as well. Delightful. Um, on a scale of one to five. So, again, I felt like... Or this... is it length of gonzo nose? Is it, or that's kind of sick. Maybe Let's do number of gonzo nose. <laughs> <laughs> How many inches, inches of Gonzo nose would you give? To, would you give this episode? Oh, um, let's go with the number of Gonzo noses. Um, let's see. I think again, it felt like a little bit like of a letdown in terms of the number of set pieces we saw. So I'm going to say a three out of five three. Gonzo right. noses. Like good, good fear. Couple good weird moments. <laughs> um, but yeah, not not my favorite. The song was average. Yeah, what I about guess you? I'd go like three and a half. Three and a half? I, yeah. I, I liked it better than you, I think. <laughs> good, a good four inches, <laughs> yeah, good. would you say? <laughs> Which half, I guess, is the question, right? Yeah, uh, <laughs> um, yeah no, it wasn't, it wasn't bad. But uh, but it also, it could be like just getting back into this. It's been about a year for you and I. Yeah, not a lot of Muppet babies watching. No, no. No, I thought it was good. I mean, the, the fear was weird. Yeah, well, I think you, you've done a good job in this episode articulating that it really wasn't maybe what I thought it was at first. It wasn't yeah. the... 
being given away so much as being alone in the world. Yeah. So. Yeah. Which is a legitimate fear. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I mean, being given away is still yeah. a better fear. <laughs> it's a different fear. <laughs> yes, exactly. I mean, I, maybe I liked it more because I was less, um, a lot of the other fears I've really related to fear of the dark, mm-hmm. fear of the dentist. Yeah. I'm f- scared of all those things. Well, there, I I'm was not worried that about scared. the rainstorm tonight that was in town. That, that, <laughs> there might have been some thunder. and then That is a legitimate mm-hmm. concern. Thank you for worrying about me. Right. Um, but I'm not afraid of the world in that way. No, no. I, I think... I think I probably was. I think yeah. I was. I think maybe that's why you didn't like the episode. Yeah, when I was too. a kid, I think being given away or like mm. losing your, losing your family and all the support and the comforts that yeah. you that you've come accustomed to, I think is something. I mean, I guess to, to, as an adult, still like, yeah. hey, I'd hate to lose all this. And, yeah, and uh, I like being alone, so maybe it's okay. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Well. <laughs> I'll be less worried when Annie comes and gives you away, Chip. But I'll be sad for you. <laughs> you won't. You won't say you'll stick with me. I know. <laughs> you can make this podcast alone. I don't need another person. <laughs> I'll make a. I'll make a beautiful you out of garbage <laughs> wherever I end up with some garbage headphones on their head. <laughs> yeah, I'd like that. Yeah, um, I, I think I. I think I might try that. What's up for the next episode, Chip? I, I don't I, know. Actually. I just realized I don't know either. Okay. The next episode, episode, uh, what's this episode eight? Are we only on episode seven? I lied. Yes, you did. <laughs> Son of a... I, I thought we were further back, but it's okay. Son of a... Okay, everybody, yeah. this was just, we just talked about episode seven. Oh, boy. No one, no one right, will mind. Next up, episode eight is, what do you want to be when you grow up? Uh, and it says that the premise uh, is Kermit's going to struggle with deciding what he wants to be when he grows up. So what do you think he wants to be? Oh. We see... Why do I, 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 not, see... Why do I not anticipate this question? Like you do this <laughs> I to do me. it every time. <laughs> I never, What's I never... the fear? What's the thing? Uh, also, uh, we see uh, Tom Selleck is a guest mm-hmm. appearance. So we'll try to get him on our app next time yeah. for that as well. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing it's Tom Selleck as Tom Selleck, not... As Magnum P.I.? Yeah, like, yeah, with like, you know, maybe not, I don't think you see a face, because I saw that in the Indiana Jones episode, uh-huh. the only time you ever see an adult face is those guys in the, in the minecart yeah. thing, so I think we'll see, like, the, we'll see the Hawaiian shirt, oh, yeah, and the great. slacks, and say, and, like, hear his voice. So I'm guessing one of the things that he wants, that he could be, is a private detective. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Because of Tom Selleck, yeah. That's a good one. Do you um, think we can get Tom Selleck? As a special guest for our podcast. Oh, boy. I wonder what he remembers from... (laughs) Tom, we're talking about your Muppet Babies episode. I'm frankly surprised that they got Tom Selleck. (laughs) So you're saying we're less than their... Yeah, that's fair. But he was at peak Tom Selleck. I know. That's what I'm saying. That's that's the most Tom Selleck-y Tom Selleck ever was, was like 1984. Somebody called in a favor to get Selleck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I don't know what Kermit's going to be when he grows up. Like, I guess... I mean, I, 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 my mind immediately jumps to like the Muppet movies where he wanted to be like a, an actor, a or performer, a, a performer. I don't a think that's going to be it. No, I don't yeah. think they're going to get a resolution either. I bet he, I bet he goes through a series of stock footage. <laughs> <laughs> I no bet spoilers he, now. No yeah. more spoilers, Dave. I bet he's a detective. Uh, maybe an athlete. Maybe. Oh, that's a good one. Maybe a superhero. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe an adventurer. I don't know. I, mean, I have the feeling Piggy will probably make up something for him mm-hmm. that he should be that deeply involves her. Her, yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe Fozzie is a sidekick for one of them. Oh, yeah, that's a yeah. good one. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm excited to see it, frankly. <laughs> good, me too. Because <laughs> uh, I kind of want to know what he wants to be. It doesn't sound very scary. 
No, I mean, it's yeah, I the, fear... the fear is the un... the fear of not being confident or I mean, there is some I guess that's the fear we still all face. What are we yeah. going to be when we grow up? Yeah. Or once we've grown up, did we yeah. grow up the right way? <laughs> I think the answer to that's no. So maybe it's less scary and more just depressing <laughs> yeah, exactly. at that point. Exactly. Just preparing children for their inevitable futures. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I think that's a fear I can get behind. Yeah, yeah. Well, we will see all of you next time when we talk about that. Yeah, and we'll uh, make your dreams come true. state is an unaffiliated podcast by chip and dave and you can email us at nanny at nannystate.biz our intro music is the song muppet babies courtesy of the talented mc chris from his album mc chris is dreaming check out his prolific work on mcchris.com and whatever service you get your grooves from thanks for listening we are the bears shuffling crew shuffling on Well, they call me sweetness, and I like to dance. Running the ball is like Mickey.